Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. This is Julie. I'm your host. And my intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. I've been gone for a couple of weeks. I had some major surgery done and uh, I am on the mend. My staples came out yesterday and I'm delighted to be back um, doing the show. I missed everybody and, and hope you all had a good couple of weeks. I certainly did and I'll talk more about that later on in the show. But for now, we have several callers on hold, and uh, let's go ahead and get started with their questions. I believe our first caller is Linda. Hi, Linda, are you with us? Yes, I'm right here. Hi there. Tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Tuscaloosa. Okay, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Getting Uh ready for football season this weekend. No kidding. Things <laughs> <laughs> are a buzz in Yes, yeah, the city is so excited. Right, they're playing Southern Cal, right? Yes, yes, in Dallas. Oh my! Well, that'll two two uh, storied traditional, you know, football powerhouses. That'll be a great game. Well, and so, that's where my question originates. In Dallas. Um, this yes. This okay. is something that's been on my mind for a long, long time. Okay. Um, when I was in Dallas and newly married, I had a wonderful, wonderful friend named Andrea. Yeah. And um, we entered, my husband and I introduced her to his best friend from Swanee. And they got married, and we had a wonderful time. We vacationed together and um went um, all kinds of fun places together and spent holidays together and everything, and it was just great. And um, I, um, she and I worked together. That's how we got to know each other. Mm-hmm. And then my husband and I divorced, and she and Tom divorced. And when they divorced, we talked to each other every single day for a year oh my. when she went through her divorce. I mean, that's how close we were. And then fast forward um, to um, 10 years ago when I moved to Tuscaloosa, and one of the reasons why I was so excited about moving to Tuscaloosa was she was in Nashville, and um, we could, you know, spend more time together. And I hadn't been here a month when she committed suicide. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Okay. And it broke my heart. Oh, and I couldn't understand why she didn't reach out uh-huh. to me. And it's just bothered me so much because we were so close. Uh-huh. And we had been through so much together. And 
and you know, and and I didn't have any idea. Yeah. And she didn't even pick up the phone. No. And you know, and you think time would ease that, but it still bothers me so much. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Well, do you have questions that you want to ask her that we we can see if we can get answers for them, or how may I help you with this? How may I help I just, you heal? <laughs> I just thought that maybe, I mean, I have the same, her sister and I both have the same questions of, you know, why she didn't reach out to either one of us. I know she was in a miserable marriage and everything, but, you know, neither one of us had a clue and mm-hmm. and we just don't understand why she didn't you know, let us help her because, you know, there were so many people who loved her. There were 800 people at her funeral. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and uh, we both, you know, we both have had a really hard time with it. So Okay. Well, do you have specific questions that you want to ask her, Linda? What I'll do is I'll connect to you, and then I'll connect to, is it Andrea or Andrea? Andrea. 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 Yeah. I have a neighbor from Germany who goes by Andrea, so I'm just used to, <laughs> used to that. Yeah. Okay, so Andrea, if you have um, specific questions, I'm getting you on my radar. And for those of you who are first-time listeners, when I say I'm getting somebody on my radar, what that means is I raise my vibrational level really high to the level of spirit, and I uh, and it takes me a nanosecond to do it. I turn it on and off at will. By the way, I learned how to do all this stuff. I didn't, you know, didn't come out of the chute knowing how to do this stuff. And so then I see a laser beam of light that's a, it looks like a, it's thicker than a hair, kind of like the line on an Etch-a-Sketch, a thin line on an Etch-a-Sketch. And it's going to go directionally from my sternum to Linda's sternum in Tuscaloosa, which is west of me. I'm in Birmingham. Alabama. So, Linda, I've got you on my radar. What happens when I when I connect with somebody is I shoot energy from their feet up through the top of their head. And your friend Andrea is to your right. So, um, do you have questions for her? Yeah, I just I just want to know why we couldn't help. Why why we you know why we couldn't do anything. I I mean we both loved her so much and. Um, you know, it's just so painful to she's know that you, yeah, that she's saying it, it wasn't, it wasn't your place and she was ready to go. Uh, um, any other, <laughs> yeah, she's telling me that she did everything that she, she accomplished everything she wanted to accomplish in this lifetime. And um, saw no reason to stick around. She wants you to know that she's with you all the time. She sees you much more now than she did when she was alive. Because when we're in spirit form or non-physical form, I believe that in the Bible where it says we're made in the image and likeness of God, you know how, Linda, how most people think, oh, God looks like Father Time or he looks like a... (laughs) You know, it looks like some old man with a white beard. Well, what I believe is that we're made in the image of likeness of God in non-physical form, in spiritual form, which means 
if we believe that God can be everywhere all at the same time, I believe we can too when we're in non-physical. So our loved ones who are deceased, they are with us all the time. And we can talk to them anytime we want. And here's how you do it, Linda. You can ask Andrea or, or your parents or anybody else who's deceased. You can ask them a question in your head. And what you do is you ask the question in your mind. And then it's the first thing that comes to your to your mind, like as fast as you can snap your fingers. If you think about it for more than a second or two, that's your brain answering you. But any, you can communicate with anybody. The psychic stuff, we all have the ability to do this. It's just learning to do it and to utilize our own God-given talents. Okay? So mm-hmm. let, let's practice it. Let's ask Andrea another question, and um, I'll get an answer, and you get an answer, and let's see if we get the same answer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's probably why I think about her so much is that she's with me. She's around you all the time. And the other yeah. thing, sometimes the answer comes through before the question's even out all the way. Uh, that's very common. The other thing I want you to know, Linda, is the more you do this, the better at it you're going to get. It's like working a muscle. Yeah. You know, the more you use it, the better, the better, more accurate, you know, quicker information is going to come. So, okay. So let's ask her a question. What's a question you want to ask her? Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, um, does, she, does she think um, that, um, that I'm living the right kind of life? Um, Okay, what, did you get an answer for that? Yes. Did anything? Yeah, yeah it was that? yes. Okay, what I got was she said, who am I to judge? <laughs> she, um, she had exactly the same kind of sense of humor that I do, which is kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> kind of black humor, so. Yeah. Well, <laughs> which is one of the things I miss the most, so. Yeah. But you can still access that because practice that, asking her a question, and then the first thing that comes into your head. If you want to write down a bunch of questions that you want to ask her and call me for a private session, I'd be delighted to go through all of those with you. Okay. So just, you know, you can can, um, contact me through my website. AskJulieRyan.com, and and yeah. uh, you know we'll schedule an appointment, and and then I, we can get all of your questions answered. The other thing that I want you to know is, I've read many places, and I truly believe this, that all death is suicide. We all choose when we go, and how we go, and who's with us. So, whether somebody takes their own life, and it's you know tragic to everybody around them or whether they go through some kind of a protracted illness or disease or whether it's something that happens very quickly like in an accident we all choose when and how we exit and go back into spirit form into the non-physical form so I hope that that gives you a little bit of peace this was her she was done with this lifetime she didn't see any reason to stay here any longer, and so she chose suicide to go ahead and exit and go back to non-physical, into the spirit form. Okay? 
Okay. So I hope that helps. I know that goes against the face of a lot of religious beliefs that we've been talked, taught, you know, throughout our lives. But I believe that it's, you know, it's at least feasible. I mean, who knows? We're going to know when we all die. We'll find out. But well, I think our life was very painful. Yeah, I think I, so. I think I can get that. You know, that's feasible. That's yeah. a beautiful thing. So thanks so much for calling this evening. I really appreciate it, and, um, and I hope that gives you some comfort. Thank you. You bet. Take care. Okay, bye. bye. All right. Our next caller is Rose. Hi, Rose. Are you with us? Yes, I'm here. Terrific. Hi, Rose. Tell everybody where you're Hi. calling from. I'm calling from the San Francisco Bay Area, California. Hey. Okay. How how mm-hmm. is everything in beautiful San Francisco? It's beautiful. <laughs> I, my girlfriend uh, Beth is heading out there. I think tomorrow for the weekend from Ohio, and I said, "You better take a sweater or a jacket because it's chilly out there, and you're going to be surprised." And she said, "It's the middle of the summer." I said, "I'm telling you, take a jacket or a sweater." So, was I right? Was that good advice? That was good advice. Layers, 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 always. That's in right. Yes. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you have a question this evening for me? Yes. Yes, I do. So I have a Maine Coon uh, cat, and his name is Bill. And yeah. he's been, it- yeah, his name is Bill. I and love that. he's been, yes, thank you. He's been itching for a few years now. And I took him to an alternative vet, and they were giving him Chinese herbs, and I'm trying homeopathy. But I'd yeah. just like to know what's causing it and how I can help him. Okay. All right. Well, let's find out. Let me get, I'm going to get you on my radar like I just did with Linda. And so my laser beam is connecting from me here in Birmingham, Alabama, and it is going northwest to connect to you in the Bay Area. Okay, I've got you. I've got Bill uh, on my radar. All right, let me check. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He's got like this red patchy, um, He's got these, this red, rashy stuff underneath his fur all over his mm-hmm. body. Um, is that what it looks like to you? That's what it looks like to me. It, it doesn't look necessarily red yeah. to me. It's not visible. Yeah. Is it, it's not visible. It's like, it's like you'd see a, um, a rash, you know, on a human mm-hmm. skin. Okay. Um, all right. Okay, let's see. Is he an indoor cat or an outdoor cat or both? Indoor only. Mm-hmm. All right. He's allergic to some kind of chemicals in the house. Um, tell me about your flooring. Do you have any carpeting? Yes, we do have carpeting All everywhere right. except the kitchen mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Okay. I think he might be allergic to the chemicals in the carpeting. You know, carpeting is made from chemical fibers, mm-hmm. and um, it can it can cause reactions. A lot of times, the fumes will cause reactions when somebody gets new carpeting in. You know, it's a problem um, with okay. the fumes. It's kind of like the new car smell. People go, oh. New, new car smell. Well, that's like all those plastics in the car that are that are exotherming, that are giving off gases, especially when the car is heated up in the sunlight. So um, that happens in carpeting too. Let me see. Uh, okay, 
he's very literal, this cat of yours. I said, are you allergic to the carpeting? He said, no. I said, are you allergic to the chemicals that make the fiber in the carpeting? And he said, yes. All right. So what can we do to lessen? I asked him, are the Chinese herbs working? He said, no. (laughs) Mm. Um, All right. I just report what I get. He said, give me a Benadryl once a day. Really? Yeah. I don't know, and and I would check with a vet on this because okay. I wouldn't give him a human Benadryl because, you know, there's different dosages because, of course, cats weigh a lot less than humans do. But I think what he's saying is give him some kind of an antihistamine kind of a thing once a day. Um, okay. He's saying generic half a capsule. Again, I would check with a vet on that. Okay. Um, He's saying he needs that to get the rash calmed down first, mm-hmm. and then he can heal it. But he said it's just irritated all the time, so it's like it doesn't even get a chance to heal. He needs mm-hmm. something to help calm it down for a while to get his his immune response in his body calmed down. Um, okay. He's saying it's going to make him sleepy, sleepy but not worry about that because it'll relieve the itching and it'll help him get it calmed down so that his body can heal himself. Um, uh-huh. Then he's saying the Chinese herbs might work. <laughs> he's telling me the Chinese herbs are not causing them enough of an inflammation mm-hmm. they're not calming the inflammation enough for his body mm-hmm. to be able to heal it okay does that make sense rose yes and what about the homeopathy because that's the last thing i tried um he said that's not working either he's saying that uh-huh. the benadryl or a generic is going to calm him down enough so that his body can start to heal um okay Okay. Well, so let me let me ask if the Chinese herbs and the combination of homeopathy is in his best yeah. interest. No, is are the Chinese herbs and in his best interest? No, is the homeopathy in his best interest? Yes. Okay. Okay. And the, and the supplement and the supplement. Yes. Um, you do it. So, are the supplement? Are the supplements mm-hmm. he's taking, is it in his best interest to continue taking the supplements? I got a yes before the question was even out. Okay. Okay. Did you hear what I talked to Linda about, how she can talk to her deceased friend in her head? Yeah. yeah. You can do the same thing with Bill. Mm. Ask him a question in your head. It's the first thing that pops into your mind as fast as you can snap your fingers. Mm. If you think about it for more than a couple of seconds, hey, you're going to... You're gonna, um, that's going to be your brain talking to you. But the more you practice it, the better off it's going to be. And and the way you want to ask the question, Rose, is, is it in Bill's best interest too? And then finish the sentence. Okay. Okay. So contact a vet, get some generic, you know, that, that um, generic uh, Benadryl, you know, you can get the drugstore for next to nothing and, um, and see what they say. See what the vet says about that. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You bet. You bet. Thanks Mm -hmm. for calling. I appreciate you joining us this evening. Take care now. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Okay, bye now. All right. Let's go to another caller. 
And I believe this is Melda. Hi, Melda. Are you with us? Hi, Julie. I'm here. Hi there. How are you, girl? Well, I'm just doing great. Good. To all of our listeners, Melda is one of our frequent callers, so we love it when Miss Melda calls. (laughs) Tell everybody where you're calling from. From Danville, California. Okay. A a second California call. That's up in the Bay Area, too, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Great. Do you have a question for me? Well, I just wanted to give you some results. The oh, great. My calls, I did have you ask Olive why she was barking, and you told her not to bark unless somebody was at the door. And now and Olive three, is your dog, right? Let's, let's tell, tell everybody Olive is your dog. Yes. <laughs> She's not like a kid or a crazy mother-in-law or somebody that's just walking around barking, right? But she didn't bark for three days. Wow. Wow. That's just history. So thank you. You're welcome. Well, good. How's she doing now? Well, she's at her play date. She didn't want to go, but um, I just told her she had to go today. Yeah. Um, The last time she didn't want to go, I, I did bring her home, and she seemed to just really appreciate that I listened to her. So... Remind every, remind me and remind everybody what um, what Olive told us last time we spoke, which was, what, about a month ago or so? Yes, she was just protecting me. Okay. And that's no. why she was barking so much? Yes. Okay. And so yeah. I just tell her all the time that she doesn't have to protect me unless somebody comes to the front door. Okay. And, uh, and it seems to be working? Yes. Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. And what about her play dates? Did she want to go on her play dates or not? Uh, she does not. She does not. But you make her go anyways. <laughs> I, I say that you have to do it today. I won't do it tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> and she's more compliant about that? Yes. Yes. Oh, I love and it. And she turned around and went back into the, the other house. So. Well, perfect. <laughs> Terrific. Well, hey just a dog's life, right? Yes. Yeah, so terrific. I, I do have a question about yeah. my my granddaughter, yes. um, Kennedy. I, she's two and a half years old, and right. I do take care of her three days a week. But she seems to have gotten so many colds and sinus infections um, since she was born. And, and she'll have She'll cough, and then she'll cough up all the phlegm from that. And it seems like she does it more with her family or her mom and dad than it is me. Uh-huh. But um, I just wonder, I kind of have the same thing, and I just wondered, do we both have the same allergies? Are we allergic to a food? Um, okay. Uh, let me get you on my radar, Melda. I've got my laser beam going from me here in Birmingham to um, northwest to up to you in Northern California. Okay, I've got you. Yeah, you're in, Melda, it's the same thing. It's mold spores. We've talked about this before. You got, you got mold spores in your chest. And um, let, me, let me check with Kennedy, too. I'm going to hook into her. Uh, through you and how that works for those of you that ha- that are first time listeners is I'll connect to Melda 
and I'll shoot energy from her feet up through the top of her head. And it's like I have a big screen TV in my head. And it's as if I'm looking at an X-ray or an MRI or a CT scan. And I can see broken bones, torn ligaments, viral infections, bacterial infections, you know, cancer, whatever. And when I put energy in Melda, and we've done this several times, her lungs have, I can see, mold spores in them. And at Mm. the bottom of her lungs, the mold spores are so thick, it kind of almost looks like dark moss growing in there. So that's still your issue, Melda, is mold Mm. spores. Let me, um, and I still see them going up the stairs in your house, in that wall. Two people come by and look at it, check with my... Ventilation system. Yeah. Um, and everybody says I'm kind of out of it because there's no moisture yeah. there. I know. I know. We've talked about that. And I, when you walk up your stairs, the wall on the right, I see mold behind the drywall there. Yeah. So, all right. So let's, let me check with Kenneth. Same thing. She's got some mold. Hers are in her sinuses. Um, what I can do is I'll work on getting those out of her sinuses and I'll work on clearing that out of your lungs again, but it's a mold issue. Um, and, and I'm getting her parents have mold in their house as well. Hmm. So it's a mold issue. The other thing is if she's had chronic sinus infections, they probably had her on antibiotics, I would imagine. And then you yeah. get into a cycle of antibiotics and antibiotics are a form of mold you know penicillin is mold and Mm. so it just creates this cascade it's crazy so I think um, that's what's going on Melda and Mm. um, you and I can talk offline you know call me and let's let's see what we can do to get this handled once and for all for you guys because you've been dealing with this for a long time yeah. For what, like a year or something? At least. All right. Okay. And I know that baby. Now, does she sleep in that bedroom at the top of your stairs to the right? She does. All right. And that's where the mold is in that wall that's shared with your um, stairway and the other wall backs into that bedroom. So mm-hmm. I, everybody, I can scan homes and I do this a lot for people when they're buying a home. I can scan a home. Melda knows this. I can scan a home mm-hmm. and I can say, okay, you got a leak in the upper left corner and you got, you know, a, you got this going on. You got some rotten wood here and whatever. And then I'll give them a list of all the things that they need to hand to the inspector and when they give it to the inspector before they close on the house the inspector looks at them like they're nuts but it gives them um, kind of a shopping list of where to be sure and check and inevitably there's always those things needing attention so um, houses can be scanned people can be scanned dogs can be scanned cats it's just you know, it, we're all energy. Everything is made out of energy. We can scan all this stuff. So, Melda, call me. Let's see what okay. we can do to to get you and Kennedy better. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling this evening. I appreciate you joining us, and I hope you have a wonderful holiday weekend. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. We do this show. We tape this show every Thursday night, and... Uh, it's taped at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 
5331-3140. The access code is 533-677-POUND. And if you're like me, I'm a podcast girl who listens to podcasts in the car a lot. So um, I'm not going to be able to write this down. So for those of you that are listening to this in your car, go to my website, askjulieryan.com, and all this call-in information is at the bottom of the home page. You'll see it. And then also, while you're there, sign up for my newsletter. We send that out usually on Wednesday mornings. It's about a one-minute read, and it has a question that's been submitted online into the website. If you can't join us and call in, you can submit a question on the website, and, uh, and a lot of times it'll be chosen to be read on the air or I'll respond to it on my blog. But when you sign up for my newsletter, there's a question that comes out, and then there's a reminder in the email with all this call-in information. You have a much better chance of getting your question answered if you call in. Plus, it's way more fun to talk to you on the phone. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature-regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing. They've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer for just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them and so will you. Let's see. Okay, so here's a question that was submitted from Charlotte in Salterforth, Lancashire, England. Hope I said that right, Charlotte. And she, I would imagine because of the time zone, isn't calling in. So she submitted this question online. And she says, Hi, Julie. I'm so excited to have this opportunity to connect with you. I was wondering if you could advise me if I'm going to get pregnant. I was told by someone that I was, but after four years of trying since our last one, and me being 43, I'm wondering when to stop trying. Thank you. And here's my response. Hi, Charlotte. Great to hear from you. When I got you on my radar, I could see a baby's energy hovering above your right shoulder. It looks like a ball of brilliant white light and is attached to your energy field. If you ever saw the Wizard of Oz movie, you may recall seeing Glenda the Good Witch come into Munchkin Land in the form of a brilliant orb or ball of light. This is what a baby's energy looks like before it incarnates. incarnates. Having said all that, I believe you have a very good chance of becoming pregnant again, and I get it would be in your best interest to just stop trying. Just concentrate on having fun and enjoy all that practice. In addition, you may want to read The Better Baby Book, How to Have a Smarter, Healthier, and Happy Baby by Lana Asprey, MD. Dr. Asprey restored her own fertility and had two subsequent babies 
at the in I believe she was either in her late thirties or early forties, but she had been told I I forget what her um she had some kind of like cystic ovarian disease or something and was told for most of her life that she would never be able to get pregnant and she was able to heal her own body and have babies. So that book is a great read for anybody that's thinking about getting pregnant, being pregnant, or even after the baby is born. And then I went on to say, I know the book is available on Amazon.com and is most likely available at your local bookstore too. I have no clue what the book distribution system is in England, but chances are good that it's at your local bookstore and it's always available on Amazon. Good luck with your current and future children. Thanks for your question. Okay, a couple of notes about this. First of all, we all choose our parents before we're born. We choose the circumstances that we're born into. We choose our parents. We choose somewhat of a trajectory of what our life is going to be before we're conceived. And then we have free will once we're here and we can make choices. So interestingly enough, I will see a baby's energy in the form of an orb on the mother's shoulder. Sometimes it can be for a year or more before the baby is conceived. Sometimes it, it, it's not attached very long. It just, it just depends. It's all different. It's all across the board. Another interesting note on this is that adopted babies choose their birth mothers and their adoptive mothers. Um, which I think is really cool. The first time I saw this was probably 15 years ago when I was scanning a woman in person. I didn't know the woman. And um, she was here in Birmingham. She was a friend of a friend. And I was scanning her and I said, are you pregnant with twins or are you thinking about being pregnant or what, what's up? You've got twin baby energy above your shoulders. And she burst into tears when I said that, and I thought, oh my God, I've upset this woman. But what she went on to tell me was that they were adopting babies from Guatemala and the babies were supposed to be born by C-section. They were twins and they were flying down to Guatemala within a week to be there for the birth. So that was the first time I saw adopted babies' energies attached to the adoptive mother. And since that time, you know, over the years, I've seen it many, 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 many times. So I think that's really cool for all of those um, moms, future moms, and adopted moms who adopted babies. Our babies all chose us, and uh, I think that's really touching. So I hope you do too. Okay, let's go back to another caller, and I believe this is Erin. Hi, Erin, are you with us? Yes, I am. How are you? Hi, Erin. Great. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing good. I'm just getting off of work. Terrific. Tell everybody where you're calling from. Um, I'm calling from Calvert County, Maryland. Okay. Terrific. Where is that? What's that near? Um, it's actually like its own little county. It's weird. It's like its own little world. But um, I live right next to maybe like Upper Marlboro, if you know. It's, I live far. <laughs> What's what big city is it near? Or how far is it? Annapolis. Annapolis. Okay, so Annapolis. are you near the beach? Yes, I'm near um, the Chesapeake Bay. Oh, cool. Beautiful. Wonderful. Well, great. Well, so glad you could join us this evening. Do you have a question for me? Yes, I do. Um, 
Honestly, I just went to um, a female specialist because I have a really bad cycle. And um, the doctor, he did a vaginal um, ultrasound, and he basically diagnosed me with a polycystic um, ovary syndrome. Okay. My question to you is, is my body trying to tell me something that I need to do different? And also, am I going to be able to have kids? And if so, is it going to be soon or? Are you trying? Are you practicing, Erin? No. no, I don't. <laughs> no, I'm not practicing. <laughs> Are you practicing, girl? <laughs> no, I'm not practicing. <laughs> <laughs> One of my best friend's daughter got married in April, and she wants to be pregnant so badly. And I said, chill, just just have fun practicing. You know, it's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So you're not practicing? Well, I promise you, you're not going to get pregnant if you're not practicing. Well, I mean, I have a boyfriend. I mean, we have, you know, we have intercourse, but I'm not practicing practicing like I don't want to have a a baby like you know right now I'm just you know trying to figure out what my life plans are okay all right well let me get you on my radar first let me look at your ovaries um okay uh my laser beam going okay you're already on my radar went to Maryland oh you was fast you got my you came up fast girl get you closer to me than San Francisco all these other guys calling in from San Francisco all right Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, they're inflamed. All right. Um, I can see this is on them. All right. Uh, first of all, there is a baby's energy over your right shoulder. So, yes, you will have a baby. Um, uh, and I just, I just asked, will you give birth to this child? And I got a yes. Because, you know, again, adopted babies' energy, like I just said, hooks onto the mother's energy field. That was a perfect lead-in for your question, wasn't it? Right, I know. <laughs> from England. Isn't that funny? Um, so you will have this baby, at least this one. Um, I'm not so sure it's going to be with your current boyfriend, though. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, so that's that's a little interesting. Um, very interesting. Yeah. Okay. So that's number one. Um, the baby's waiting for you to get married. That sounds very traditional, doesn't it? It um, does. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about that, and I know young people these days don't seem to care that much about marriage. You know, and babies. It used to be like. You know, you were married first, but not so much anymore. So, right. um, okay, this baby wants you to be married first. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. All right, what I'm watching happen is I'm watching a um, a layer of this really thick white cream envelop your both of your ovaries to get these... Um, cysts off of them what what did the gyn say are they going to watch him does he want to do surgery what's the scope well they um put me on this type of birth control so i wouldn't have to get surgery because there's so many cysts so right. what the what the birth control does is it shrinks the cysts right and then you come off the birth control and then you can get pregnant um, I can i guess it's just like you know regular birth control where i can stay on it if i would like to but, but, once, um, but once it shrinks the cyst, then he thinks that you'll you should be able to get pregnant. Right. He okay. won't tell me. He, I keep asking. He won't tell me if I can have kids or not. When I ask, he says um, he didn't say that. That's all he says to me. 
He doesn't see that? Yeah, he doesn't tell me. Okay. That's why, you know, I'm a little afraid because when you that's think about this know. on your uh, – Yeah. Yeah, that's because he doesn't know. All right. Okay. So here's here's what I'm getting, girl. I'm getting, yes, you're going to be able to have babies. I'm not so sure it's going to be with your current boyfriend because the uh, when I ask – is it in your best interest to have a child with your current boyfriend? I'm getting a no. When I ask is, will, when you have a baby, will it, will your current boyfriend be the father? When you have a baby, will the current boyfriend be, I'm getting a no on that too. So do, you know, that's just some information to put in the back of your head. You know, just let that kind of ruminate in there. Your question, the answer to your question about, is there something that you're doing um, yeah, is my body trying to tell me something yeah. that I should change? Yes, yes. There's always an emotional component at play when there's any kind of a disease or illness or condition or something along those lines. And it always, always, always causes an energy block, Erin. And, um, and when that happens, when an energy block happens, it what happens is it doesn't allow you've heard of acupressure acupuncture and mm-hmm. they talk about the chi and the flow of energy right. when those those blocks are there it doesn't allow the flow of energy which is how disease and illness can manifest right and so there's always an emotional component at play and when i do a one-on-one session with somebody and i would recommend go to my site click on book an appointment let's schedule a one-on-one we'll figure out what this is that's blocking this when i do it i do three phases first thing is i'll do a diagnosis phase so i'm already in that with you the second is i'll watch some kind of a healing occur we're already in that with you too because this white ointment is going to help calm down and get rid of those i believe energetically get rid of those um cysts and then the third phase is is i look for energy leaks you have a big one right over your you know like your gyn area right around where your belly button is and so what i'll do in a private session Aaron, is I'll, is i'll dive in there and then i'll be shown some kind of a scene either from this lifetime for you or a past lifetime where something happened it can be something really seemingly benign, like somebody called you a bad name in second grade and hurt your feelings, to right. something that's really traumatic. I'll be shown some kind of a scene, and I'll be shown, okay, here's how old you were, here's where you were, here's who was with you, if there is anybody with you. As soon as we identify what that is, it releases that charge and it can heal. It lets your that energy flow again. We don't have to do 12 years of psychotherapy on this. We hit it. We identify it. It's gone just by identifying it. Okay? Right. So it's like when you walk into a dark room and you flip the light switch and the light is on, the darkness is gone, right? As long as the light right. is on, this is the same thing. But... I just don't have time to do it on the call because we have other callers waiting. But um, but what we can do is do it on a private session. So go to okay. askjulieryan.com, click on book an appointment, pick a pick a date on the calendar, and um, and we'll go from there. Okay? All righty. All righty. And yes, you will be a mom. <laughs> thank you. Okay. All right. All righty. Bye. Be safe out there driving. Okay. Thank okay. you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. All right, let's go to another caller, and this is a 336 area code. Hi, are you with us? Hello? 
Are you with us? I can uh, I can see you, but I can't hear you. So, okay. Did you hear me? Did it hear? Did you hear it go unmute? All right. Well, I'll put you back on mute and uh, and maybe try again here in a couple of minutes. Okay. Let's go back to another question that was submitted online. And this comes from, you know, this is so funny. We have two San Francisco callers. We have Erin from Maryland. Now, here's a question from a woman in Maryland, and her name is Dee. And Dee says she's from Cumberland, Maryland. And she says, hi, Julie. I wonder if you could scan my seven-year-old grandson. He's been having some anger issues for the past year, and it's getting worse. If he gets a Excuse me, if he gets upset, he'll throw things or shove things. He acts like he can't control himself. I just have a feeling that something is not quite right. His parents don't know what to do. They've punished him for his actions, but it doesn't help. I think we're all missing something, and I'm worried about him. Thank you for your help. So here's my response to D. And I say, hi, Dee. I can feel how worried you are about your grandson. In order to see what's going on with him, I energetically connected to you and through you to him. I then asked his permission to scan him, which he granted. Your grandson's energy field is full of mold spores. Okay, this goes back to what we were just talking about with Melda earlier. The mold spores are so thick, they look like dark moss. Has there been water water damage in their home? Your hunch is correct. No surprise there. His parents are missing something. Molds can cause behavior issues. When I was saying your hunch is correct, no surprise there. What I mean is all of us have intuitive information that comes to us, whether it's something about our health or us or somebody that we love or somebody really everything in life. You know, we all have those hunches. We'll think of somebody and the phone will ring and that person will be on the phone. Or we'll, um, you know, we'll think of somebody and we'll run into them in the grocery store or someplace. So that's intuitive information. We all have it, pay attention to it and follow it. All right. I went on to say, here's what I suggest for you and his parents. Number one, Call in a service to check for and remediate mold in the home. ServPro is a good place to start. ServPro is a big national company that is usually called in when there's water damage or there's, um, you know, hurricane damage or or, uh, fire or smoke damage. So that's a good place to start. If you Google D, if you Google ServPro, a bunch of other services that are local services are going to come up in the search as well. And then I said, number two, check out Dr. Richie Shoemaker, MD's site, survivingmold.com. Dr. Shoemaker is one of the leading experts on how to treat mold-related issues. You may also want to visit moldymovie.com and paradigmchange.com for more helpful information. Number three, read Detoxification and Healing by Sidney Baker, MD. Dr. Baker is a former professor at both Princeton and Yale medical schools and is an expert in treating children with all types of medical and behavioral issues. He's one of the godfathers of treating autistic children, and he's been able to really help kids that 
people think are just behavior problems, and it's really their environment or what they're eating or whatever. And uh, Dr. Baker has decades of experience doing that. So check out his book, check out his website, um, Google Sidney Baker, MD, and um, and get in touch with his office or, or at least read what he has to say because I think that information can be helpful. And then I said number four, lastly, find a functional medicine doctor for your grandson. Functional medicine doctors will reverse engineer your grandson's symptoms and find the root cause. Go to functionalmedicine.org to find a physician in your area. Big difference between functional medicine doctors and regular doctors is the functional medicine doctor is going to be able to treat the body as a system. And they they don't just look in one area. Like Melda talked about her granddaughter, Kennedy, you know, has sinus infections. Well, most doctors are going to treat the sinus infection with antibiotics, but they're not going to look at what the cause is. They're just going to treat the symptoms. A functional medicine doctor is normally an MD, and they have been trained to look at the body as a system and also look at what the environment the body is in that's causing whatever the problem is. So functionalmedicine.org is a good place to start. And then I said to Dee, thanks for your question. Good luck with your quest to help your grandson. He's lucky to have you in his life. Okay, a couple notes about mold. Mold, God bless all these people in Louisiana that are going through the floods again. My goodness, that state has really had their share of flooding. And all those homes, you know, New Jersey, Hurricane Sandy when they came in, some of those houses still aren't fixed and they're full of mold. It's so toxic for the body. It can make us so, so sick, cause behavioral problems, cause cause symptoms that are um, not only... Um, gastrointestinal symptoms, but also sinus problems and upper respiratory problems. It can even cause symptoms that resemble MS in some instances. Some people have trouble walking. They have trouble with their motor skills. It is just crazy, all this mold stuff. And it's not just in water-damaged buildings. It can be in buildings that are new construction that have, have been built so tightly. The construction is so tight that there's no airflow in it. And mold can accumulate because moisture can't evaporate out of the home or apartments. You see this a lot in apartment buildings. So um, mold is a huge problem, and I believe that's what's going on with D. Okay, let's let me try this person that's on hold still, area code three three six. And um, hi, can you hear me now? Hello. Yes. Good. There you are. Hi there. I'm so glad you stayed on. Thank you. I appreciate that. Tell tell me your name. Tanya. Tanya, where are you calling from? Greensboro, North Carolina. North Carolina. You got hurricane headed your way, girl. I know. Got to be prepared. Are they? Are you worried about it that far inland? No, not where I am. Good. Not really. We'll get some gusty winds, but I think that'll be about it. Yeah, good. Okay, we'll be safe with all of that. Thank you. Got a you. question for me? I do. My mother um, was diagnosed with a disease called polymyositis um, probably around about 12 or 13 years now, and it's very debilitating, and it just seems like I go on the Internet and I just don't see too much about 
the cause or what the treatments are. It's an autoimmune disease. Okay. And kind of wondering, like, how to help her with this. She gets around just by, like, strolling through the house in a chair. Um, she has to ride a scooter, and she's on all kinds of medications, prednisone. I mean, there's just several medications. So she just can't do very much, and I just don't like to see her in that situation. Yeah. What um, does this affect her motor skills? I'm not familiar with this disease. I, I can try and get her on my radar real quickly, but um, what, it, what does it normally affect? It affects her limbs. Like um, it's weakening of the muscles. So it's okay. as if the body is attacking the muscles. So she just is very weak. She oh. can't hardly lift her arms up above her, like her ears, oh, really. Um, and she can't walk. Tanya, what's your mom's name? Emma. Emma, pretty name. Okay, all right. Let Thank me get you. you. Let me get you on my radar. And, okay. Um, okay, it's going. My radar is coming from Sweet Home, Alabama, here, and it is heading northeast to you in Greensboro. Okay, got your mom. Got you. Got your mom. All right. Okay, okay. Emma. I'm gonna ask Emma if I can scan her. Okay, she's giving me permission. All right. Let me. Oh yeah, she's. It's like she's. Um, not plugged into an energy source. Her, um, it would be like if you could imagine she's operating on about a five watt light bulb instead of a two hundred watt light bulb. So wow. let me see if I can shoot energy through her. The good news is she's not dying. Her spirit's in her body. Okay, oh, great. So she's, yeah, she's not dying. I know. I know. I could feel that that was something you were worried about. So she's not. Yes. And. Um, let me see. It's like she's got this um, really thick layer of almost like hardened tar. You know, like you know. I know you've seen um, construction crews tear up a street. You know, when they're getting ready to pay, repave it, and they'll dig up all that old asphalt. It's almost like yeah. there's a layer of that surrounding her. Um, I, I think this, she's got some chemical poisoning stuff going on. Oh, wow. Uh, and I, I only have a couple minutes left on okay. the podcast here, but I think, Tanya, the best thing to do is go on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, click on Book an Appointment, and let's, let's go through an individual appointment with her, and you can okay. be on the speakerphone with her if you want, if she's okay with that, and um, okay. let's get down to the bottom of what's going on. We hopefully can identify what's going on, but I think she's got some environmental poisoning going on. That's exactly what I felt, Julie. No kidding. I did. Well, you go, girl. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's well, and she works in a plant. She yeah. works in a, a furniture plant. Um, okay. She lives in Thomasville. All and right. the furniture, it was furniture capital. So that's, yeah, yeah. that's what I think has happened. Okay. I think, we I, will. Think you're, I think we're on the right track with that. But schedule an individual appointment and let's get to the bottom of this and see if we can help her heal. Will do. Thank you, Julie. You bet. Thanks for staying on. And I'm sorry for some reason I couldn't hear you before. And um, and then you be safe with that hurricane coming in and have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. All righty. Bye now. Okay. We've got one other caller that just joined us a couple minutes ago. We've got three minutes left. Hi, this is Julie. Who's this? Can you hear me? Devin. Hi. This is Julie. Is this Devin? Hi. 
Hi there. How are yes. you? <laughs> We've only got about three minutes left to go, Miss Devin, but tell everybody where you're calling from. Can you hear me? Did I lose you? Oh, I think I lost her. Are you still there? Oh, I think we lost her. So, okay. Well, Devin, please call in another time and uh, call in next week. Um, in our last couple of minutes, I, as I mentioned at the start of the show, I had some surgery that was pretty major. A couple of weeks ago, I had fibroids, and um, they were so big that I had to be opened up. I have an eight-inch incision on my belly that until yesterday had sparkly staples on it, and um, and I'm doing great. I'm on the mend. I am in no pain. I'm doing really well with my healing. I just get fatigued. So I'm napping every day, which is a riot. I don't think I've slept this much since I was a teenager. Maybe not even this much when I was a teenager. But the whole, um, the whole adventure from pre-op, the whole nine yards was just so positive. And my surgeons, Mac Barnes and Bob Goolsby, were just fantastic. They were superb. Their bedside manner was just marvelous, and I adore um, both of them, especially Mac Barnes. Um, The nurses in St. Vincent's Hospital, I was in St. Vincent's here in Birmingham for four days and three nights. They were just wonderful as well. Couldn't have been more attentive and uh, more gracious. My family and friends, I had my brothers and my sister-in-law and my son all flew in from out of town. I had several friends that came in from out of town and were here and also some local friends and our daughter, Holly. And uh, the pre-up holding area, I think there were 10 of us in my room and it was like Comedy Central. It was just a riot. And um, they were such a support system for me. They were all there for me when I got back in my room after surgery. Surgery went great. All my fibroids were benign. And um, and most of all, I want to I want to thank my husband, Tim, because he gets the husband of the year award. He's a big old ex-football player. I mean, you know, imagine a big NFL player. That's the size of my husband. And he slept on this little skinny couch three nights, all night, um, to be with me in the hospital. And then when I get home, he set up the baby monitor. Jonathan's 24, so it tells you how old our baby monitor is, but he had the baby monitor set up and, you know, was listening to me and taking care of me for the past couple of weeks. So my love to everybody, and um, thanks so much. I'm on the mend. If you want to send me some positive vibes, some prayers, please do. I'll take them all I can get and uh, hope to join you next week. Everybody have a great holiday weekend. Be safe and enjoy. Take care, everybody. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.